Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Diane Sossier, Financial Services Director at Pure Storage, and we're partnering with CDO Magazine, MIT CDO IQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers in a series of interviews. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Nate Murray, CDO of Fifth Third Bank. Thanks for joining us, Nate. Sure, happy to be here. Thank you. How would you describe your cloud strategy? And do you see cloud as more relevant for certain data types and workloads than others? Yeah, this one, so cloud centric on this one for sure. So we do have a hybrid strategy. Um, like we realize there are some crown jewels and there's also just an abundance of data at our bank is 150 years old. We've got tons of systems. We've done large scale <laughs> M&As for many years, those types of things. So, you know, that that's, we're not on this, like, let's push it all to cloud journey. That's definitely not the strategy, especially from a data perspective. But the reality is the concept of data gravity, when you're talking about cloud, it becomes really important. And data gravity just says, like, where does the bulk of the workload sit, right? If you're interacting with, let's say, like a Salesforce or like a Workday product, and all of your data that you want to interact with already sits out in a SaaS or PaaS hosted solution, then why, why wouldn't you also co-locate the additional uh, data that you want to augment your data sets with out in the cloud, right? Like why move it all to one place and you're constantly moving and replicating and duplicating data? That's just not a good strategy. So it truly is use case driven and it's driven by those um, data gravity, also data frequency, right? Data freshness. So if you need real-time data, you're only going to be able to use certain platforms that exist in certain landing zones. And again, in, in other areas where you're doing batch or you know, you've got legacy system dependencies, right? You probably need to do that on-prem. And so the reality is I don't have a good answer besides to say, what are you trying to do? And then ask three or four basic common sense questions. And then that kind of gives you the answer because there's only so many patterns that you need. And they do sit across from our strategy, across kind of a hybrid of you know, leveraging Snowflake, leveraging AWS, leveraging SaaS-based capabilities that are coming out of the box from our vendors for reporting and ad hoc, things like that. But then mixing those with our ad or with our on-premise data sets and then figuring out what the solution wants to look like based on that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so looking at the uh, competitive landscape that you see, um, we see fintechs and even big techs like Amazon and Apple and Google are increasingly offering financial services um, products, wallets, payments, um, you know, peer-to-peer -peer lending, all of those kinds of things. How are you able to harness data and technology um, to enable Fifth Third to offer innovative digital experiences for your customers? That's that's a toughie. Uh, so look, I'm going to defer to the fact that um, our company has an amazing um, strategy officer, as well as digital leadership. And frankly, I take my cues from you know the the wealth and experience of those organizations on which direction that we should prioritize our capability and outcomes towards. Right, as I mentioned before, a CDO is going to have finite bodies, finite headcount, sure. finite digit, right? Finite mm -hmm. fill in the blank. Um, so the reality is we just have to be allocated to the highest and best use, whatever that means. And so when we get those new go-to-market, um, you know, capabilities, when we get those, those new um, products that we want to bring, um, you know, the reality is I just come, I just lean in and, and try to figure out how can I help. And so the previous question 
what is what is the outcome we're trying to drive? What is the business value I can create? And what's the shortest distance to get that done um, through an automated and, and repeatable, um, you know, modern modern way of doing it? And and so when you get into like the CDAO roles, um, you, you're a little deeper into more of the analytics and the model building. Um, yeah. Here at here at Fifth Third, um, that's a that's a separate function, and we have a data science organization that's separate from my organization. We also have some model building organizations that are separate. Um, so as you have kind of disparate groups, um, that doesn't all sit under my guidance. So I think we collectively though work very collaboratively to ensure that we're prioritized against where strategy and where our digital leadership wants us aligned. And then again, racking and stacking that to be highest and best use of time, right? Taking that all the way back to the org model, that would say those two tribes that do innovation, that do offensive use cases, we mm-hmm. need to make sure that those squads and those teams have the right tech stack, the right capabilities and the right outcomes. And as those things evolve or you bring something new to market, you should then go back to the hopper and you should reassess on what should be the next thing. And that's going to be driven by, you know, from the offensive side, right? Defensive driven purely by regulators and, and constant changing regulations across the landscape. So um, again, that, that's how I would, I would do, I'm not bringing personally, I didn't read an article and come up with a new product for the bank. That's not, right. that's not the way I'm working. So I just help right. enable as super smart people come up with amazing things. I try to, I try to pull a rabbit out of a hat and make it happen. So. Sure. Yeah. And that's where a lot of that comes from. I mean, all of those new exciting things depend on data and everybody being able to access the data and, yep. you know, get the right data to the right people at the right time and so on. Yep. So enabling that is is key. And I think you hit on that with, you know, collaborating across these different organizations. Yep. And within um, the IT function, it's also three legs of the stool here too, right? You've got InfoSec, right? The CISO, mm-hmm. peer of mine, as well as the mm-hmm. CTO, um, who's able to, you know, furnish the infrastructure, you know, wrap it in security and then have that data move securely with the appropriate controls on it. Like the three legs of that stool from an IT perspective has to be in place for this to be done well. Right? right. So you take your cloud framework, you take your on-premise capabilities, whatever the control, like doesn't doesn't matter. The controls are the controls. They need to work. And then yeah. you partner then with the model risk management teams, with the data science group, with the strategy teams, and it becomes basically this giant melting pot of smart people with great ideas. And then we just try to distill that down into some offensive uh, return on investment. Sure. <laughs> Gotta do that. Okay, that's great. Um, from an infrastructure perspective, how do you handle the challenges? And you mentioned, you know, Fifth Third is an old bank and old banks tend to have these challenges around data sprawl and silos and complexity that can make it um, a lot harder for the business to drive value from their data. So this is a little bit of a journey. I mean, take take a trip in time with me just quickly. You go back, you know, 70s, 80s, everything in data was ad hoc, right? There's a, a handful yep. of DBAs who could, you know, or people who could interact with the mainframe, you know, it's a very, very small full, um, you know, pool of, of folks who could leverage that data. And then you moved into warehousing, which was the first attempt to kind of consolidate all that physically, right? So moving data, interacting with that. Then you fast forward and then you go into this concept of laking, which obviously came in, you know, uh, or like around 2010 with the advent of Hadoop and other things. And then that became like this giant quagmire that no one could interact yeah. with. Then, then, of course, we, we've got great vendors that invent new words. Uh, now we've got Data Lake House, which is the benefits of the warehouse on top of a data lake, right? So you're working <laughs> your way through that strategy. Um, and then sprinkle in some data mesh, uh, an amazing, uh, amazing concept that, you know, frankly, at Fifth Third, we're trying to bring to life. Um, so, you know, if, if you go through that journey, um, again, you're trying, the, the entire point is to drive value from the data. And 
I, I mentioned earlier about wrapping capabilities in, in simple UIs and UX to make everything kind of a build once, use many mentality, mm -hmm. trying to build out the controls automated, right? Build out the data management automated, right? Not having manual people doing manual things because then it can scale. But, but frankly, it, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not building out data assets or data products that are easily discoverable by the masses, right? Again, within the controls of access management, right? But people can find them. People who should have access to them can get to them. They understand what tools are available to ingest that information and to, to transform it to create that business value. Um, and, and that entire pipeline becomes standardized and fully self-service. The CDO is going to sit here as a dependency for the entire org, for the entire company. And frankly, that just doesn't work, right? So the concept of self-service, at least our approach around leveraging data mesh and all of the goodness that it can bring. And of course, spanning, you mentioned we're 150 years old. That's awesome. And it's also really scary. We have a lot of data from a long time ago yeah. and uh, still actively running on mainframes and traditional warehousing, but also sitting in AWS, leveraging S3 and leveraging Snowflake and Kafka streams and all these disparate SaaS-based solutions where data sits. We've got to harmonize all that. And we, we try to do that. We're attempting to do that in um, a platform called Data Exchange that we're building out here um, to bring all that stuff together where you're bringing access management and all the data management capabilities around lineage and um, SLAs and business glossary and, and the, the ability to, to frankly extract that value is going to be so much easier in this future state. Um, and we've been building this uh, for about three quarters now, and we just went to production um, about two weeks ago with, with our first data set. Um, and, and so we're just going to continue to standardize, automate, and, and create more discoverable data assets, data products, depending on you know, your vernacular, so that they're published and available for our downstream um, consumption teams to leverage and, and hopefully create value analytics and otherwise. Um, that, that's our whole strategy, and, and we're pretty excited to, to be you know, well underway there. That is, that's great. That is very exciting. So thank you so much, Nate Murray, for joining me today. Please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. It was great talking to you today. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Have a good day.